Are you confused about writing? Do you not know where to start or even how to finish? Do you love writing so much that it burns deep in your soul but you still don't know how to meet your goals? Are you looking for a little inspiration that will take you on a writer's vacation? Then let us all write together. Let us all write our way. Hello, lovely writers. Welcome, welcome to Write Our Way. I'm your host, Patrick Starks, and I figured today we would start it off with a discussion over imagination. Now, I know for some of us, this can be a sensitive topic because, as we all know, when we become adults, we sometimes lose this part of us. In fact, it's a vital part of us that I feel strongly is connected to the child within that I've talked to you all about before. And the reason this imagination is so important for us as writers is because it's one of the most important tools you'll need to write stories, specifically fiction. But I'm sure the question all of you are asking is, if this imagination is so important for our writing, specifically fiction, how does one get that back if they lost it somewhere down the journey of their lives? Now, I've pondered on the answer to this question for a few weeks now. And honestly, the way of getting one's imagination back is by going back into the shoes of when they were a child. Now, I mean, not literally, but if you can still fit in those shoes, more power to you. I know I definitely can't, but if you can, yeah, more more power to you. But no, seriously, everyone, I mean, in order to get this imagination back, it's going to take us to go back to a time when we were a child, the time in which we had the most imagination, the most curiosity. Let's take some time to think about what we all really enjoyed as a kid. Some things that would instantly put a smile on your face. Some things that would instantly bring warmth to your heart. For example, I mean, when I think of these things, I think of the time when I was a kid in Texas riding on my bike down the sandy hill and had my rot roller running by my side. And I can remember that time being so magical because when we did it, as we were riding down that sandy hill, there's grasshoppers just hopping over, I mean, it would soar over our heads like a rainbow almost. And guys, when I say these grasshoppers were huge, they are freaking huge. I mean, I remember little grasshoppers being attached to them, which obviously were the babies, but was still pretty cool to see. But just moving forward with my point, that story alone that I just told you all brought us all to this imaginary state, right? I'm sure you all imagine what that would look like. And I'm sure you all had your own unique outlook to it as well. And my friends, that's just it. But let me be frank. You don't necessarily have to make your story about those happy moments you had as a child if you don't want to. As I'm aware, for some of us, going back into the past can be quite traumatizing at times. Now, I have a few ways that might help one get past the fear they had as a child. It might not be the solution for everyone, but I am confident that it could be for a few of you. But for now, we'll save that for another podcast, possibly the next episode to follow up on this one. Nevertheless, again, I am trying to bring us to this imaginary state so that we can write at our fullest potential. But my question for you all is, what does an imaginary state usually feel like? Yes, you guessed it. Happiness. Happiness is absolutely what you're going to feel when you go into these imaginary states. Imagination. Think about that. Imagination should feel exciting, liberating, blissful, and so many more synonyms that go along with the words I've just said. Again, although it might be traumatizing for a few of us, we have to go back to the past sometimes so we can bring back that imagination, that curiosity. We have to go back and pick up the pieces that we lost down the road. 
Now, I know it's easier said than done, but what I've always told people is, wouldn't you want to feel a lot more happier than sad or resentful or mad all the time? Of course you would. No one likes to be in those states. And as a writer, it's very difficult to write if you're in those states of mind. Our minds must be clear so that the words can flow. And my friends, when the words are flowing, anything is possible. Now, once we get through the cycle of being in the shoes of the child that we once were, we need to use this child's curiosity. It's inevitable. We need this child's curiosity to think about the what ifs of life. As you might all know, as a child, our curiosity came a lot from asking the what if questions. The only difference between you then and now is that you're more aware of the what ifs that could be dangerous, detrimental to your life. For example, as a child, your curiosity would be, I wonder what if a fork could fit in the hole in the wall over there. Now I'm sure all of you are like, oh my God, this is not (laughs) a good idea, which you would be absolutely right. Because as we all know, sticking a fork into what is obviously a wall outlet would be very bad, especially if you want to see the sunrise tomorrow, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Now, there are other what ifs of the child that would benefit you greatly as a writer. It could, in fact, inspire you for your next short story or give you some ideas for your next book. I'm going to use, for example, the story I told you all about with my childhood. Now, we could use the power of what if and say, what if these grasshoppers that flew over my head as I rode down the sandy road weren't just flying over my head for no reason? What if I was a special child that had this special connection with nature? And maybe because of this, the grasshoppers flew over my head because they were opening up a pathway for me, almost equivalent to a red carpet to a celebrity which could indicate that I'm of royalty or of ancient blood. And to me, I could take this even further because I actually remember times in Texas where as a kid, I had many opportunities to, you know, just not make it in this life. I mean, we had snakes, copperheads that went throughout the fields that I ran. We had scorpion infestation in the house that never got stung by any of the scorpions. Um, I used to crawl up under my dad's horse, go behind her. She never kicked me. She sure did do the rot roller, but the the rot roller was fine. But I could use my imagination to exaggerate that story. Now, of course, I'm sure all you guys would be like, oh, well, you are a special child. You got gifts of writing and stuff like that. I get that. But I mean, like, let's make it like a Disney thing, right? Let's make it like it's a little bit more magical than just the gift of writing, right? Because let's be honest, we all got gifts of writing, but who do you know in this life has that type of gift, right? We don't know. We, as human beings, we just are human beings. We don't know of any demigods or any gods that we've seen in general. Although we do believe in gods, we have not physically seen them. So, um, but just to continue off with what we have, I could take this imagination and even take some stories that have inspired me like I could take the story of Achilles the great warrior Achilles that fought during the time of Helen of Troy now we all know the reason behind why Achilles was so invincible during the wars right it's because his mother blessed him all the way up to the Achilles tendon even as a god 
Achilles' mother was still a mother. She's still worried for her child. So, like most mothers would do if they had that power that she had, she did everything she could to protect him, and she gave him that gift so that he would be safe during that war. Now, I could take that same thing and say that my mom was maybe some ancient like witch back in the day or somebody of ancient blood, and she worried that people would come for me because they wouldn't understand me. So she blessed me or put a spell around me for nature to protect me. And if there is any danger that came near me, nature would fight it. And I could depict a scene in the story where I'm at school, I'm being bullied. And, you know, all of a sudden these crows come out of nowhere and they start pecking away the bullies so that I'm not getting hurt. I mean, there's so many things that you can go off of with these stories and this is the thing too just going back to what I said like with Disney like making it Disney Disney is a notorious for exaggeration and that's what I learned too when I was in art school doing animation animation is about exaggeration and I feel the same thing when we're writing these fictional stories we can't be too blunt about it we have to exaggerate it to make it juicy entertaining to pull our readers in to keep them wanting to turn page to page and not stop in chapter one, close the book and throw it in the shelf and on to the next book. I mean, I could go on for days about why imagination is so important for your writing. Again, this was just an example that I was giving. It doesn't have to be based off your actual life story. This can, in fact, be based off of somebody else's story that they told you or it could be based off an experience you had a day ago, a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, years. You get the point. The world Life is truly a buffet table for a writer. You just have to be curious enough to try out everything if you really want to feel fulfilled for the time that you've spent being there. All in all, everyone, I hope this has been a helpful episode for you all. I know there are a lot of people out there who want to start writing or have always thought about writing and just don't know where to start or how to feel about it. But trust me, every experienced writer has been there. You got this. Just simply begin writing. Use your imagination and let your words flow. Nothing has to be perfect in the beginning. As the great writer Neil Gaiman said, write down everything that happens in your story. And then in your second draft, make it look like you knew what you were doing all along. My friends, writing these stories, you already have the pieces for it. You just don't know it yet. But when you take those pieces and lay it out all on the table, Slowly begin to connect them and you will be amazed by the image you see. So if this is something that you really want to do, if you really want to be a writer, if you want to write fiction, don't be afraid, everyone. Anybody can do it as long as it's something they're very passionate about, they're very curious about, they're very excited about. Again, as I've always said, writing shouldn't feel dreadful. It should feel very heartwarming. You should be excited to write a story, not miserable. And if you're like me and you love to have a moral to your story, you should be excited for the overall message that you're bringing to the world, the message that you're bringing to your audience, the message that would maybe save a few lives, maybe inspire them to let that light shine that's always been within them. This is why I do this. So I want to make sure that people are following their hearts, following their dreams. And so (laughs) I love you all. Keep writing. Stay strong, keep your mind clear, and as always, become a child again. Imagine, my friends, and I'll see you on the next episode.